Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, black Hipster. Hipster. Where we talk about black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And, and sometimes, sometimes other shit. shit. I got it. I you got, got it. it. <laughs> you got it on the first one. Yeah, I'm hoping three times in a row, then that means that I'm back. Uh, you shouldn't have ever left the goddamn building. Listen, listen. I, we didn't. Say, I didn't say anything about those times that you forgot it, and we just did those voiceovers. I just inserted <laughs> your voice. <laughs> you wish, bitch. You. Yes, wish. lots of editing. That just mm. you guys don't understand what goes on behind mm. the scenes. <laughs> no, lots of things going on this week. Yes, That's yes. Damn sure. Lots of things. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Wait. Have- are we we are we recording this episode for this coming week or are we recording this episode for the next week? For the next week. Is this shit gonna be super irrelevant by the time? Well, no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Because it's it also ties into what's just happening just in in the world and the things that we always talk about. The social okay. issues. This, this is true. We do yes. talk about a lot of social yes. issues. This is but we do we... also be traveling and be having shit for work because our lives. So sometimes we record a little early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to only record a couple of days beforehand. Yeah. Yes. Because we do talk about pop culture and we yeah. do want the shows to be relevant. Exactly. So, but... you know, forgive us if we're like, you know, R.I.P. so and so. And it's like, child, he dies. Oh, God. Yeah, he dies. But then, I mean, this week we're redoing it maybe because <laughs> you finally have some vacation time mm-hmm. and you'll be going away with your baby mama. And hopefully we'll hear about that trip once you return. <laughs> Well, depending on what happens, I'm pretty sure you'll describe, I mean, you went to a really, really, you're going to, hold on, where are you going again? Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos, yes. Yes. And I've never been. Which he loves to call Turks and Caicos, and I'm like, Turks and, it sounds like Caicos. If you say Caicos one more time, we're not going. It sounds like a weird, like, treat, like a weird, like, snack that you get. It comes in, like, one of those little Pringles type boxes that you shake. Yeah, Caicos. Let's some Caicos. Sounds like where we used to go to get our copies made. (laughs) Caicos. Caicos. Turks but you're gonna go there. You're going to Turks and Caicos, which apparently is like a hot spot right now. Everyone's going. Oh, really? Because, yeah, uh, we're seeing all these like celebrity couples in Turks and Caicos, oh. and I'm like, really? I know that Turks ah, and Caicos is really this was really expensive. Yes, What's, I don't need them invading our freaking vacation. The thing is, we got we found some really cheap tickets, uh-huh. <clears throat> probably because it's towards the end of the hurricane season. Uh-huh. So you always have that um, possibility of getting hit with rain. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping it'll be like when we went to Martinique. So okay, it rained every single day in Martinique, but, but like small <clears throat> amount of time, right? But, like, the day we got there, we got there at, like, maybe, like, 7 p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. We landed, and the sun was going down. And when I tell you, it was like a tsunami out oh, there, how really? hard it was raining. And I was like, I'm going to cry. Oh, my vacation's going to look like this every day. Because oh. I was checking the weather leading up to the vacation. Every day it said rain. Oh. And I was like, fuck. So I was trying to think of things that we could just do yeah. on vacation if it's raining every day. So I was like, we about to spend mad money. Did- Couples, massages, like all kinds yeah, of Yeah, I'm like, what did you have spa. to do? Yeah, that's but then, No, and then... <clears throat> Rain every day meant either at 6 a.m. it rained. Mm-hmm. We were like, well, we ain't up, up anyway. Was up there in time. Or, like, it would rain for, like, six minutes uh-huh. and then just stop. And then the rest of the day was sunny. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And if it's hot, too, if the sun comes oh, out, I'm pretty it sure it just dried it all hot. up. So it's not like the it beach is bad. It. No, yeah. you'd be at the beach and it would just start raining for, like, four minutes. And mm-hmm. then everything would be dry in, like, a half hour. How is the weather going to be while you're in Turks and Caicos? Have you looked at it yet? I have started looking at it, but it's it's it's, it's all, all over the place. So, like, uh. some days it'll just be sunny, 84 degrees, and the other days it says rain. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know what that means. Yeah, so you're going to have to look at it, like, two days before you leave. No, so. we're just going to go, and it's going to be what it's going to be, because we're going regardless, Well, yeah, right? you're going to have so, a good time. Yeah, I'm, I was just thinking just I in terms of packing. I packing an umbrella. 
oh no who's backpacking umbrella? Exactly. the hotels or whoever they'll have umbrella. Exactly. and it's like you know you're not wearing pants or so it's just like that's I'm all sure i need not. to know like i right. know i'm gonna be hot so that's all i need to know so that'll be good i'm not always bring like a pair of sneakers mm-hmm. no oh, yeah what just when in I case vacation so yeah um yeah <clears throat> that's good yeah that's we good. played ourselves and tried to scale a mountain i had on k-swiss i was like <laughs> bruh these are not the sneakers for this no no <laughs> like no. Then the air just started getting extra thin. Mm-hmm. A volcano. It was a volcano. Hold on, we were which walking up this, this volcano. Martinique. Oh. And I was like, why did we do this? This is an awful idea. <laughs> what happened was they had shut down part of the road that people usually drive up. Mm-hmm. And then they walk the rest of the way. But we had to walk part of the road drive. But it was so steep. Oh, my God. And I was like, we just got to a point where I was like, ah, like, no. Like, I'm wearing K-Swiss. Like, no. Like, <laughs> like I was like, scary. you need, like, mountain boots yeah, right now. With some, some... And it was paved for the cars. Oh. So I was like, it's extra slippery. And you know it rained every day. Oh, my so God. So I was like, oh, nah, bro, it's not happening. Jeez. Yeah, it was... Mm-mm. So you're, no. so, but you're looking forward to it. How long are you guys going to be there? Five days. Five days. And you got your hotel. Yeah. Chucks and Caicos is a small island. Very small, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got flight hotel... It was really cheap, and then we rented a car. Oh. So, so you can drive around the island and see different things. Yeah, we like to like go and just do our own yeah, thing. Yeah, it seems we like that We don't plan anything. <laughs> do you think, but do you think, you, are you laughing? Well, I can see how you wouldn't plan, plan anything shit. when you go to like a sort of an island sort of getaway. I think it called, it's okay to do that. Do you, you probably would. Do you think you plan more if you went to like a city? Do you, Have you guys traveled no. to a city yet? No, we have mm-hmm. not. And no, no, I yeah. would not. I don't plan stuff. I get there, and then I go. Well, like, I'm thinking, because I know for you, you know, sometimes we'll go out, and we've been to, like, brunch and stuff, and it's like, let's have a destination. Let's have a place, because then we're wandering around. We're looking at all the same places we were at before. We're like, we're not in the mood for this to eat. So I wonder if it makes it easier. I feel like that's a home thing, because when you're on vacation, you're just like, oh, let's get something to eat. You look at three menus, and you be like, this one. That's true, when you're walking <laughs> like, around. Yeah. You don't have that same asshole energy yeah. that yeah. you have at home. Ugh, I'm not paying $27 for brunch. I don't even want bottomless. Like yeah. That's how you are at home. It's a very different vibe, I yeah. think, when you're elsewhere. I just land and I go, because I meet people, and then they put me on. Mm-hmm. And so, that for me, that's always been much better. Like, yeah. when I went to London... Mm-hmm. And then that dude took me to the museum, and yeah. then we went and got sushi, of all things. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, your, your It was a nice gesture, and then he yeah. wanted to go for tequila tasting. Um, and then, fade. like, I met this other random dude, uh-huh. and he invited me to an art exhibit. Mm-hmm. Like, then this other dude took me to the London Eye. Well, I mean, there's, first of all, I, mean, I was traveling. Yeah. I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I was traveling by myself. And it's like, that doesn't happen. I think for most people, well, speaking from as a man, that doesn't happen for me, depending on where well, I am. you can still meet people no, and no, they you, put you on. You, no, you're true. You're, Maybe you're they're not going to take you, but. Yeah, you're always really good with meeting people. I prefer when I'm going on my trips, I don't really want to so much mingle with the people as much. I don't know why I'm like Love that. mingling with yeah, the people. Yeah, it's like I can do it every now and then, but it's like I want to do my own thing. I realize if I'm traveling, because I've been overseas on my own in the cities and now traveling with Josh, I think it's better for me because I think food is such a big thing when we're traveling. So I'd like to have some sort of idea of where we're going to go. If we deviate from that, but I also like, it's like Josh like downloaded a guide last time we were in Rome and we sort of had an idea of where we were going to go. I had an idea of restaurants I wanted to visit. But if we were going there and we saw something else, let's look at this menu. Let's go here instead. Mm-hmm. But I definitely would appreciate it because I've been to, we're looking forward to just going back to Paris because I've been there three or four times now. 
And I have to say, the food is not the best for me. I haven't had a good food experience because I've just gone and just mm-hmm. sort of said, let me just go here. Let me just go there. Let me do this and let me do that. So I think now the next time I go, I'm going to do a God, like kind of have an idea frame. You can look these up on the internet. Mm-hmm. So that will help me. But see, if I have been to Paris three, four times, I know somebody who knows somebody by now. So, because I mingle with people. Hold on, so I would know someone who lives there and very much, you know, knows all these places that they'd be like, oh no, go here or go there. This yeah. is the beauty of talking to the You know, the and yeah. And I've met, when I went to Paris, <laughs> both times by myself, I've met people. Like I had this really nice lunch where they joined me, drinks with these guys. But I, but I have to, one of the guys, his friend didn't want to speak English while he was there. And so it was this whole thing. So I meet, well, I just Well, and that's touch. also Paris, yeah, Paris right? Yeah, Paris has its so own sort of different. feel. Because mm-hmm. in Martinique, no one, like, really spoke English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just did our own thing. But everyone was still very friendly. Yeah. And they, um, you know, they worked with us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we tried to speak as much French as we yeah. could. Mm-hmm. Like... It was what it was. Yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> um, but I think that's just very Parisian yeah. in that regard. Because in um, Curacao, everyone speaks English mm-hmm. in Curacao, but it's not the main language. Mm-hmm. It's Spanish, and mm-hmm. and then they speak like you know their own like Creole. Mm-hmm. So I think the um, <clears throat> but everyone speaks English. Yeah. So I tried to speak as much Spanish as I could, mm-hmm. but then people would just respond to me in English. Oh. And I was like, why are you speaking Spanish to her? She clearly speaks English. <laughs> I'm like, because if it makes it easier. Yeah, and I think they appreciate it. But I was like, it. maybe my Spanish is just so shitty. She's like, let's just do this in your language, girl. <laughs> or maybe she do Maybe they appreciate Like, I know in Paris, they appreciate you speaking to them in, in, in French. And we would do that. It's just, I feel like, less like... There were some people, of course, some pockets. They're, they're less likely, I think. They're not... I think they're more like New Yorkers in the sense of they have stuff, they have places to go, they got things to do. Mm-hmm. They ain't worried about yeah, they ain't worried about yeah. French speaking exactly, ass. and it's like they won't completely. We did every time I've been to Paris, I have gotten a couple of rude people who are just rude for no reason, and but usually people are accommodating, but I think they just have less time to sort of accommodate you or help you. I know that they're nice people, but it's just, I've gotten that feeling. <laughs> the French, they're nice people. And I love Paris. I like the French people. I love it. I would no, The one place I would go back any time of year to see. Yeah. But I think for the food, the food has not been mm. my thing. We were in the Bahamas one time, and um, this couple tried to solicit me for sex. Like, not, like, pay me or anything, but, oh. like, this oh, older white know. couple. Me and Kia. Uh-huh. We were young. We were, like, I think we were just about to turn, like, 24. Oh, new body. And we were there. We didn't, well, we didn't realize it was spring break for the college kids. So, we mm-hmm. ended up out there. It was just before her birthday um, for spring break. And he kept buying us drinks. Mm-hmm. And then he just kept talking about my body and just saying was little things to his wife there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he was like, well, you're super fit, but you probably are just like that. You're just built like that. You know, my wife, she works out a lot, too. She looks pretty good, doesn't she? He just was like, oh, I was really? like, okay. And then he's like, get another round of drinks, another round of drinks. And I was like, mm, I see where this is going. When it's did you realize? Go. that? I just was, and then I had a headache because we had been drinking all day. We uh-huh. started drinking at like 9 a.m. because uh, we were 23. That's what you do. Because um, we missed the flight. We were supposed to be there the night before, and it was a storm. We got knocked off our flight. Mm-hmm. So then you remember when we, and then we had to go in the morning, early in the morning, try to get on our flight. So we were so glad we made the flight. We popped them bottles in 9 oh, o'clock. That's what you we did. were like, <laughs> to the uh, flight attendant, yes, bring us vodka. We were drinking like vodka <laughs> oh, cranberry at 9 a.m. 
so by like 2 a.m., mm-hmm. this man is like pumping me with drinks. I was like, ah, oh, nah, this is oh not a good God. look. I was hungry. I had a headache. I was like, here, we got to go. Like, now. And I wonder how they decide on who's the who's the person to sort of go and seal the deal. I'm sure they probably just see, and they're both like, that one, that one. But then don't you type, so I'm pretty sure there's sometimes where the woman probably could sort of... Uh, butter up the situation a little bit better. You know, then I want, like, maybe you would feel more comfortable listening to the woman, sort of. Yes, but men, I hate to be like this, but men are idiots sometimes. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, they don't understand that. They don't realize that. They're like, the best wing person for you is is a good-looking woman. Yeah, good-looking woman. Like, let her do her thing Mm -hmm. and engage that other good-looking woman. Yeah. And then you just are along for the ride. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, bring him over. Because even if a woman is sort of necessarily that she hasn't done sort of this thing before like say a threesome or whatever maybe mm-hmm. with a, another woman and a man I think the woman has an, an, an energy of making her feel comfortable and then she sees a man trying to talk to her she's like I don't know what you're doing at home girl I don't know her deal is she okay with this is this some sort of hot, weird hostage situation going on with her what's the deal you right. feel more comfortable I definitely would agree that it might be a situation of like let her take the lead unless you know that your man is it's just smooth. fine as fuck. That's like, true. you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh no, he gonna walk in there and he gonna get that. And then you go to him, babe, that girl, uh-huh. get her. You know? And, <laughs> then, and that's, then that's just how y'all work it. Maybe because he's the him. one who's gonna pull the girl in. Oh. But like, if your man don't look like Shaza... <laughs> Circa nineteen ninety seven, <laughs> right? Would that be like like ninety seven? He was the man. Like uh, what girl did I want Shaza from a different world? Freddie's boo. Oh, what's his, what's his, didn't his he? Have, he's light skinned. Um, he was he he, he was on one. But I'm just saying, he's, as, oh, he's as been on shows Shaza, now. Yes, Mary Jane. I don't know why his name is just not coming to me. But like, as Shaza, he was just so fine. He had this present. He did very. Was like, he said his voice was so deep. It was very yeah. Yeah, and he was like a revolutionary oh, type. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He seemed like he um had. yeah with his locks and he was fine. I mean, he had good sex. That, Real good sex. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He seemed like his sex was good. So you let that man lead. In the finding the third yeah. or the threesome. But yeah. if your man don't have Shaza energy, <laughs> then tell him well, I to think it of like, fade to the back and let you take the lead. When you make when you keep saying it, if your man doesn't have like what is it? What did you say? What energy? Say it again. Shaza. Shaza energy. I keep thinking of like, is it Quasimodo? Like the <laughs> I keep thinking you with like Quasimodo. He has like a hump. Quasi like, energy. <laughs> he's just like like limping towards you, and you're like, I don't want none of that. But like a woman will talk to you, and you're like, okay, well, baby. Guess what? You know what? It's a good. It's a good comparison. There's Shaza energy. And there's Quasi energy. <laughs> And most of these guys out here got quasi energy. Yes, yes. And that's what they need to let the girl just take the lead. Take the lead. Take the lead. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably like maybe 80% got quasi energy Uh and 20%, 20%. if they're lucky, got Shaza energy. And that might have been very conservative on those numbers. Possibly. I mean, how many men have you met with Shaza energy? (laughs) Not that many. I haven't. No. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. In the realm of crazy shit crazy happening bit. I'm this trying to week. think, which one should we touch on first? Well, none of it is uh, gay pop culture or black gay pop culture, is well, it? That's, well, no, not necessarily pop culture. Enough. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, black, yes. But yeah, I'm black. saying nothing was gay this week. Nothing gay happened this no, week. No, there's lots of gay stuff happening. It's just, you know, it's, it's not big. Always something gay. 
always something good yeah, happening always. for sure. Yeah. Which, by the way, I was like, I don't know if you checked out Kim Chi's um, makeup line. Probably not. I don't okay. know. As no. it came out of sorry, my mouth, sorry. I realized that, like, yeah. Um, You're talking about Kim Chi from Drag Race. Yeah. Okay. And, and it looks like it's very much for, like, a very young girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. And Kim Chi, to me, is such a fucking dope-ass artist. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, hit me up when Bob come out with a, uh, a freaking line or something. <laughs> because I just feel like that's going to have Shazage energy. Uh, so That's going to have that Shazage energy. Oh, that's what I'm going to need. But I anywho. Yes. Some black things definitely yes. happened. We have this um, week. the Popeyes. Lord Popeyes. Yes. Well, Kelly the chicken is back. It's back. Yeah. Hold. On. When did you know? I found out yesterday. Earlier this week. Oh, of course. Of course. Well, because earlier that this week, nationwide? someone was murdered over <laughs> a chicken sandwich. So I didn't know that is what happened. Well, no, that's how I found out because oh. I was like, wait a minute, chicken sandwich? Is it a stale chicken sandwich? <laughs> like them things been gone for forever, and I was like, not nah, at back. Oh. Um, Oh my god! And I'm like, this is crazy. Yes. So now we we stabbing. Yes, for the oh, chicken sandwiches. My thing is, they also just came back. It's not. It, give it some time, right? But it was like that was my thing. It was just like, why are we beefing over it? It's yeah, back. It's you back. can get one yeah, now. Yeah, relax. It's, it's, it's like they're like, this is the last day. Like giving the Ari Lennox, relax, oh. relax, <laughs> relax. Yes. <laughs> And so we, um, th- there was an interesting article that mm-hmm. was originally um, from GQ. Yes. By this gentleman, Aaron Ross, Ross Coleman. Coleman, who we had to look up. And make I looked sure. him up. Yeah. Because the article, it's not, okay, I didn't look him up because it was well written and, and, and eloquent and superb, but it just seemed to be an understanding um, of blackness mm-hmm. and what happens to yeah. black people mm-hmm. that I was like, this white guy wrote this? Yeah. Because yeah. Aaron Ross Coleman sounded like a very Jewish mm-hmm. name to me. Mm-hmm. White Jewish name. <laughs> so I looked him up, but he's a brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Aaron Ross Coleman. Yeah. Out here writing, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the article was about how this whole Popeye's chicken sandwich thing is has now morphed into black shaming. Black shaming, yeah. And he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. Yeah, and it's something I didn't think about, <laughs> at, you know, when I read it. Oh, not at all. It. Yeah. Not at yeah. all. So I think that's also why I love it, because as a journalist, as mm-hmm. a writer, that I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's like, exciting, yeah, right. from your standpoint. I was standpoint. like, this never crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah. He got that story. Mm-hmm. Aaron Ross Coleman, you did that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, Shout out. And I guess basically the gist was, and you'll correct me, and you sort of feed in more, not correct me, but sort of feed in more. Mm. Um, basically the gist was, you know, talk, speaking of this old Popeyes phenomenon and, and mainly how their, you know, black people, their relationship to food, fried chicken in, in general, and how there's all of these sort of racial and political um, sort of messaging behind that and how that sort of fed into how we view <clears throat> black people and what they eat in their relationship to Popeyes. And even with this this situation where the gentleman, the black guy was what stabbed yeah. over the chicken sandwich mm-hmm. and that made the New York Times, he made a good point of pointing out black people have been killed in this very and, particular neighborhood yes, in Maryland. And very particular na- neighborhood in American where there's poverty and right. where I think the empo- unemployment rate I think he says is like ten percent. Ten percent double the national the double, average. Yeah, yeah, and that's an issue and how they at the New York Times, you know, black people are being killed all across the country and dying and all these things. And, and, not and, and in particular, in, in that neighborhood. neighborhood. In that neighborhood. And it's not at making... alarming rates. And yes. you're not talking about it otherwise. Yes, on the New York Times. And it was just because of the fact that it was a Popeye's chicken sandwich, which, you know, it's... <laughs> 
there's some sort of uh and and I don't want to say funny. There's this sort of uh, mocking, I would say, yeah, behind that, and that black people are crazy over chicken sandwiches, fried chicken, and we all know the the stereotypes around fried chicken and watermelon, and how this sort of news article put that out there as a headline to sort of grab people's attention because that's what you identify. That's one of the stereotypes with black people: they're fried chicken and watermelon. Well, the New York Times was also guilty of having in in, in writing about. The chicken sandwich in the first wave of the phenomenon, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I guess likening it and saying something to the extent of like, it was just as good as like getting it from a black kitchen. Or like oh. like the home of a, of a of a black kitchen mm-hmm. or something like that. I didn't know. Yeah. And it was just like, right. Yeah. So. <laughs> and And. It's interesting. It is very interesting. And all the things that he pointed out, even, you know, black and poor black neighborhoods, you know, we call these, I think, I forget the term he used. Food swamps. Food swamps. Because some people call it like a food desert too. It's not a food desert because the desert is dry. Yes, yes. A food swamp is, you got tons of it, but it's it's all shit. Yeah, it's all shit. Like a swamp. Like a swamp. Yeah, like no one wants swamp (laughs) land. Right. There's tons of it. Yeah. And it's just complete garbage. Yeah. And it's nothing is, but Wendy's, mm-hmm. McDonald's, Subway. Crappy grocery stores, yes, too, with Subway, bad produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yes. little met foods mm-hmm. that look like a front. <laughs> like, come on. A, come yeah. on. You know, every project in the 90s, it was a small met food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are very small. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's it's interesting. Part of, and what it is, too, is, and I think this is where he really, like, Hones it in. Mm-hmm. It's this reaction to black people being excited about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Number one, everybody is Everyone. excited about yeah. it, right? Yeah. So that's the first of all. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening a lot too, we get this from our celebrities, mm-hmm. we get this from our black leaders. Um, there's a ridicule behind us getting this hype about a chicken, mm-hmm. a fried chicken sandwich, yeah. right? Because we're not supposed to get excited about fried chicken mm-hmm. because of the relationship yeah. between black people and fried chicken. And so it was like, uh, I think it was with Janelle Monet and someone else had made a I joke of like, yeah, if they had put the Popeye's fried chicken at, at the, the polls, polls and yeah. we get black, more black people to vote. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're a journalist, you do yeah. your digging. <laughs> and it was like, his numbers, he's like, it showed that black people showed up yeah, showed at higher numbers. numbers than pretty much everyone else yeah. in mm-hmm. voting. And particularly, I think he said black women, older black, black women. women. Black yeah. women. Mm-hmm. Um, 50%. Mm-hmm. Whereas across the nation, it was like 47 yeah, it was, or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it was like, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you also used this thing that shouldn't have been made shameful mm-hmm. to shame us. Yeah. About like our like political leaders. Yeah. And then Ja Rule had also made a yeah, a comment. I think it was on Twitter. First of all, ja Rule also revealed this week that like he didn't. He thought the definition, the like dictionary definition of the word nigga was in ignorant. Not that it like lit, was like a literal meaning for black. Oh, I just oh god. But anyway, he was like, y'all out here acting like niggas uh-huh. over a chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, yes, it's like why, why, why do we feel the need to shame? Yeah. There's a lot, and this everybody was going Everyone. crazy over the chicken yeah, sandwich. Yeah. Also, 
he mentioned the cronut. Mm-hmm. And I, that was where I was that like, was great. mic drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Motherfuckers was out here standing in line at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. down the block to get cronuts. And for anybody that doesn't know the cronut, the cronut was a creation by Dominique Ansel, who mm-hmm. owns a bakery. He has two. Yeah. So, but the main one was in, in Soho in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and he created this thing. It's a croissant donut a cronut Mm -hmm. and they would only have a limited number they were what is it like five six bucks this damn thing they were like five or six dollars Mm -hmm. um and they would only have a limited amount so you in order to get your hands on one you legit had to be outside the bakery like two hours before it opened (laughs) (laughs) which people would do and then at some point they would come up to the line and be like Okay, you. Sorry, guys. This will be the last person to get a cronut today. Everybody from this person on you get out the line. We don't yeah. have any more. Mm-hmm. And you were limited to buying wood. Two, I think, was the max. I don't Two remember. or four yeah. was mm-hmm. the max you can get. And it was a freaking fiasco. Yeah. And no one shamed anybody no. about that. No. Like, at least not in the New York Times. No, not at all. <laughs> um, and so his point was just like, yeah, no one said any, you know, anything like, Oh, maybe we get Asians out to vote more if we put cronuts, yeah, cronuts. at the polls. Mm-hmm. And it's so, true. it's so true. And I'm just so glad he made that comparison mm-hmm. so people could really see like who like who they really are yeah. and, and, and how they really feel about this. Regardless of if you were someone who said it out loud, what you're really thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you're black shaming. Yeah. And why should and it's funny because you I never thought of it that way and it's kind of <laughs> It, it, it's all of these sort of nuances and 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 interesting ways that it works, and even with like the the, the cookie, the Levain the Levain Bakery. Oh my people, god! Yes, yeah, that or was the another... or the macaroons. Yeah, from Laudrie. Laudrie, and people are waiting people outside. No one's saying lines. anything about those. No, nope. and I, and of course it goes back into I think he mentioned this sort of perceived laziness of black people, mm-hmm. and you know our relationship to food and how it's kind of like. Oh well, this is the only thing that we're gonna come out for. Yeah, you get up. For yeah, we're gonna get up for this. You're not you getting get up, up for the polls. For the polls, like, we or you have to go to work. Did, yeah, though. and it's just and and it's <laughs> it, it's very much still not highlighting all of these very positive aspects of the black community and the fact that yeah, we're shaming someone for this sort of this thing that's also in a way. It, they advertise it. It's like every we're all seeing it on television. Like everyone's going for Popeyes. It's hyped up, right. and then people get excited, and it's something that's new. But you look at it is interesting. What? But one of the things that he doesn't point out is the fact that the only reason why this even made headlines and a big deal is because non-black people were also standing in line for it. Mm-hmm. Black people have stood in line for lots of shit. <laughs> yes. That would just be like seemingly black or what you know what I mean like standing in line for Jordans downtown yeah. Brooklyn like mm-hmm. you know what I mean no one's talking about that yeah but because other people were extremely interested in this thing and then you know across the country it swept the nation mm-hmm. you got all kinds of people standing outside of Popeyes for a chicken sandwich yeah then it became a thing because mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that black people have stood outside in long lines for yeah. that have just been our thing yeah and it didn't make any kind of headlines That's true. and yeah. it happens across the country sweepingly and mm-hmm. no one talks about it so it was it, at the end of the day it was the fact that it did include everybody else mm-hmm. and now it's like well, let's turn it into a negative yeah. about black people in any way that we can. 
I wonder who's one. Well, not even to say who sat and thought about that because I don't even think anyone consciously thought no, about yeah, it. I, I think, think it's, it's just, just racism is racism. Yeah. And it will show up. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think too with this, there is a lot of, this one's touchy because I think there is a lot of, not, I think there's a little bit of internalized racism on black people's part, but I think it is also, for me, you know, sort of checking your sort of mindset of like, you know, I will not, I didn't feel guilty about wanting, going to get this, because I wanted to taste the sandwich, and now I know it's back, I'm going to try to get it. Mm-hmm. But I know that there's, with other things, that um, sometimes even at work, or even when something happens, or you like something, or you want to talk about it, and you feel like you have to question yourself, is this okay if I do this? Or you feel a certain way about and wanting to enjoy it, because there's this sort of negative connotation that comes along with enjoying something, or wanting to do something, because it's tied to this very negative and idea of blackness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Absolutely. And and, and, and <laughs> why do... And we have that, I think, a lot within our community, and I'm pretty sure it exists in other communities. And I think it's something that we should definitely look at a little bit more, because there isn't... I never thought of that black... You know, our relationship to food and how it's black shame. And he mm-hmm. also... You know, one of the things that he talked about was Popeye's relationship with the black community. Right. And how, you know, they've... A lot of their franchises are owned by black people, which right. I did not know. But at the same time, Pope, Popeyes also lobbies against yeah. healthy, you know, food. Yeah. healthy food options and things that you know typically affected the black community yeah. the most. Yeah, we're more so prone. It's to a like, very complicated yeah, relationship. Very complicated relationship. Yeah, and and that I, I thought that was interesting. He did do a very he did I have to say he and we both agreed he did a very good job of sort of bringing in all of these different. Um, issues, you right. know, from this this one article which you think is about Popeyes and black shaming, then it's like he's talking about civil rights, he's talking about slavery, he's talking about you know the food we're eating and you know the voting because all... it, because it all comes from that, yeah. right? So it's like if you are going to look at this relationship between black people and uh, food swamps mm-hmm. and this whole Popeyes and the black shaming, yeah. you have to look at the history. Yeah. And and go further back, like where this started and what the implications are, and and the voting and all that stuff. Um, how we're affected by what ends up in our neighborhoods and those kinds of things based on voting, mm-hmm. and how also our voting is based on these other things. It's mm-hmm. just really it's it's all connected. Yeah. And I think that he did a great job because he didn't leave any of that out. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, yeah, it was like it was about. People wowing for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> but is it really? Yeah, is it really that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... Oh, that chicken sandwich. I just... <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I just... I, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know how to feel about it. Yeah. Because once someone was murdered, it was like, okay. Yeah, like, this has gone lost... too far. It... Like, it's not funny anymore. No, no, it definitely isn't. Um, yeah. And, and we don't even know, not to... We don't know this mental state of this person who I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Pretty sure it was talked about. I don't know anything about this person who was stabbed, who did the stabbing, who was stabbed. I would like to think that if you stab somebody over oh. an altercation that bro- boiled down guess, to a chicken sandwich, then mental state questionable. Probably, right. Yeah. Probably not at its best. Yes, I uh, guess uh, I was thinking in terms uh, of at like... At least not in that moment. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because it's not that serious. It's yeah. a sandwich. Well, homie. let me tell you, we had an event for work... Um, it was actually by the company that used to own our company. Mm-hmm. And they still invite us to things. And it was a celebration for Juneteenth. And now, 
I never celebrated Juneteenth mm-hmm. a day in my life. Me either. Um, but now my job is like blackly black black. Yeah. So I was like, cool. We sang, <laughs> we sang with every voice and sing that wow. day. Yeah. We had a whole little thing at the office, mm-hmm. which uh, that was the moment I was like, my job is black as hell, oh, which is really great. Cool. Yeah. Um, but then she gave, you know, she gave a uh, paper the the office um, like operations manager. For the song, we was like, we don't need this. We're straight. But I looked at it and I was like, oh, I don't know a whole Yeah, it's a verse. really long song, There's a right? whole other verse yeah. I ain't never heard. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so there was a celebration and we have a little shuttle. It takes us. And one of the girls while we were on the shuttle was like, it's that African-American cuisine on the oh, invite. Oh, you told me and about you, this, like, So when we get there and they got like fried chicken and watermelon. Like there's mm-hmm. just like certain watermelon shit. And I'm like. I'm going to tear up some watermelon. Yeah. I love some watermelon mm-hmm. right now. I mean, yeah, it's it was, the middle of June. That's going to be some good watermelon. It's delicious. I was watermelon. like, I ain't, fr- I ain't tripping. Yeah, yeah. Like, am I supposed to get mad? Because they're like, African-American cuisine, watermelon. I'm like. Well, yeah. Because he touched I, on I, that. I see why that's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely see why that is an issue. But, I but if I'm keeping it real. I love some watermelon right now. <laughs> but then do you think, yeah, like, say this, say this, like, white company is doing something. But that's the thing. It was like, well, who threw it, right? Yeah. So who headed the thing and made those decisions? Because that's what it comes down to. Because if it was a black person throwing it, and then they're like, black cuisine, y'all, mm-hmm. and it was watermelon, you wouldn't get upset. Well, hold up. Would you you wouldn't. Are, are we, okay, so say... <laughs> Now I'm laughing. Would. Question. Now, because, you know, as I'm asking the questions, I'm trying to also decide on how I feel. If you have a white company and they're throwing, they're like, we're throwing something for our white, our black clients, our African-American clients. Right. And we want to make them feel comfortable. Let's just making sure that we have things historically that black people love. So, I would you know, tell them stay away from the watermelon. Yeah. But, Don't well, have Are they allowed to have fried chicken? No. So what? Is, why is, is have it, the same things that you would have for any client? Like, because why are you? What if they that say we're going to have a soul food? You know what? What if? What That's if, fine. Then then go and source out like the what you know to be like the best soul food in the city or whatever. Yeah, what if they did that? But what if they had a black like, owned catering? But why, but why are you doing that for the black people? Because black people don't only eat soul food. This is food. true. This is so true. don't do that for your white clients. Because if you if you were like, oh, we're going to have French clients, mm-hmm. are you going to go out and get French food? And then by the way, mm-hmm. black is one thing and French is another. Because I could be both black and French. Yeah, yeah. And then not want soul food. Yeah. So you like that's just dumb. I want no, no, because <laughs> to what? be like, oh, we gonna have, we got black clients coming in. Go out and get some watermelon. Yeah, we it's have like, like that's just well stupid because what of you. what they would do, what a company would do is they probably if it was French, then they're just gonna get French cuisine no matter what race these people are. Right. You know, Asian coming from black coming from France or whatever, right. they're just gonna get French cuisine. Mm-hmm. And if you're black. Like, yeah, because then I was thinking if they have white people, they're not going to go, well, what are they? What, what is white people are they, food? Are they Irish? Are exactly. they German? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's my thing. So treat it the way you would any other client because yeah. you played yourself. Yeah. But this was very specifically like, okay, it's Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to have African-American cuisine. It was more of a celebration about something very specific mm-hmm. versus just, oh, there's me a bunch of black people in the office. Get some fried chicken and some watermelon. Yeah, like, that's very different. That's like... If it's um, Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. so you're just like, okay, we'll have some Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Then I understand that. Yeah. But if you're just like, oh, some Mexicans here, make sure you get some 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 <laughs> rice and beans, and make sure there's tortillas mm-hmm. instead of instead of rolls. Yeah. Like now you're just playing yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> it's it is interesting. The relate. The we food. are not a monolith. No, I don't no, think no. black people can say that enough. No. I hear it 
several times a week. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you also work in, in the Not even. That... It's not even that I hear that word. Oh, no? I just hear it and read it and see it everywhere. Yeah. We're not a monolith. I mean, it's I... always, it's constantly said. Yeah. Even, I remember going, like, even just in, I think at Brandeis one time at school when we had to do that, we did a night of cooking and we made, like, food when I attempted to cook. Oh, and God. I made, like, I got my mother, like, oh, wow. I made collard greens and mac and cheese. And the mac and cheese came out bad. But everyone ate it because we're at school and we're at college and when's the last time we've had a home cooking and um, I remember someone a black student coming and a couple of black students and they were like these are collard greens and I was like yeah they're collard greens and he was like I've never had these before and I was thinking what the meat what does it mean you, what, what do you mean you've never had collard greens before but you know I think for some people growing up in different areas even mm-hmm. just in the US different areas and then even too if your parents are from the families from the Caribbean or from other countries or from Africa certain things are just different right you know you right they not cooking collard greens exactly exactly and it's like yeah we are friends Jamaican friends who like their family didn't make collard greens yeah. until they met us yeah and you're like I, like I didn't I did not know that and that's me being ignorant as like an 18 9 year old thinking knowing that black people eat different things but like every black person has had collard greens every black person has had like sweet potatoes and yams you know and that's not the case right in every every household right mm-hmm. yeah yeah well food. <clears throat> yeah <laughs> Um, we're going to shift gears just yes, a little bit. let's shift, let's shift. Because we've been doing a lot of reading this week, huh? We have. I'm trying to read every yeah, week, you know. to educate myself. It's helpful, it's <laughs> fundamental. Um, but I did read this other article in the New York Times. Um, it came out November 4th, and it was about your retail score as Scary. a consumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so interesting. Yeah, very but the, interesting. Basically, the, 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 um, what's his name? Kashmir. He was basically uh, like, this is how you get it, too. Yeah. Like, his whole article was not just to be like, hey, guys, you're actually being scored yes. on how you are as a customer mm-hmm. and a consumer. He was also like, and you could get your score. Mm-hmm. Here's how to go get it. Yeah. And I like that he also pointed out the fact that we, in doing it, he reached out to this company, Sift, mm-hmm. that gets paid by um, companies like Airbnb, Airbnb. Yes. Um, to score their consumers. And they basically have all this information yeah. on you. That he they said pull they it had... from everywhere, from Yelp, mm-hmm. from um, like your credit card company, mm-hmm. anything that you use sort of like that's online. And mm-hmm. they sort of know whether or not you can... They know if them. you ordered chicken tikka. He said they knew he ordered like chicken tikka masala mm-hmm. and then he ordered it from his phone yeah versus mm-hmm. like from some other ip address mm-hmm. and they said that they're using it to counteract against fraud yeah so basically when they compile enough information they can tell what they know your habits yeah so they know whether or not something deviates from those habits mm-hmm. and then can flag that yeah. so if you say this was not me i didn't make this purchase Based on that information that they have, they can go, yeah, that's legit. Yeah. You guys should give him back this money. Mm-hmm. That wasn't him. Um, bullshit. That's yeah. bullshit. Because other companies really. are using it. They say, What is it he's saying that sort of deny you? Like, it depends on if you're going to get... You're going to return something to a mm-hmm. store, and then they can sort of look at all this information that another company has paid them. They sort of aggregated. Is it aggregated? Like, yeah. yeah, all of your information from, you know, all the sort of online things that you're doing, and they know, if, hey, I returned this, it came damaged or something. And they're like, hmm... We're looking at your profile from all the things. And we know that you're a liar. Or like, you know, or just from whatever it may be. Right. And we can tell that this is not sort of how you would react to this. And we know we're not going to accept your um, return. Or something like that. And Which it's is weird, though. Because I, I've worked in retail and I'm just like, 
there is no flag or anything for you when you're in the store. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You're, you work at Club Monaco mm-hmm. and somebody comes back in and they're like, I need to return this stuff. You return yeah, it. You return it. There's yeah. nothing like when you pull them up in the system mm-hmm. that's like, no. She's a returnaholic. Like her, 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 re- her consumer score is low. Yeah, don't return her shit. So I'm wondering how it works in that regard. Because he said part of the issue was you could get the information they have on you, but they don't tell you how they analyze and yeah. use it. Mm-hmm. Which to me, yes, that's the main issue. Yeah, and it's the fact that again, privacy in mm-hmm. this country is not valued. This whole idea no. of like 1984 Big Brother, we are way past that point. Oh my gosh, yeah. We're way past that point. Yeah. Like, and they've done it in such a sneaky and deceptive way that it took so long for us to even realize yeah. that it was even it was happening, happening because they wrapped it in the internet. Yeah. This cool, amazing new tool yeah. that helped, that made life easier, mm-hmm. that that for entertainment purposes mm-hmm. is everything because you know that's like our main goal in life is to always be entertained. Yeah, that's like our every big minute export. of the yeah. day. And so they were like, oh, hit them where they are. They love to be entertained. Great. We'll gather information on them while we're entertaining them so they don't even know what's happening. Yeah. And that's how Big Brother very much got into all of our homes. Yeah. Big Brother is in all of our homes. Yeah, I don't know about everyone. you, but I keep my camera taped up on my computer. Well, I, I, do, I do as well, but even the thing, you know, you talked about Big Brother. It's like, it comes from the sharing, you know, a lot of us oh, have yeah, Gmail. cookies, Yeah, everything. the cookies, and then like, you know, if you log into bitch. another computer, then if you log into your Gmail specifically, then it can sort of, it, it knows what you've been visiting, and you'll type in something at your work computer that you did at home, mm-hmm. and then it'll pull it up. And you're like, how did this happen? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You want Instagram, yeah. you... and an ad pop up, and you click on a sponsored ad, you yeah. click on it, you go on your computer for work, mm-hmm. and you pull up a website, you better believe you're getting an ad for that. Yeah. And oh, that's, that's up... Retargeter. Yeah. That's literally what Retargeter's what entire yeah. like company is to do. Companies pay them mm-hmm. to retarget you with ads. It's amazing. Until they convert you yeah. as oh, you a notice, consumer. You notice that I'll go something on my work computer. Mm-hmm. I'll go searching for it, like or whatever. And then I'll pull it up on my Instagram, and then it'll be an ad for that. Right. Or, yeah. you know, I'm just like, what is this? Or, what? People have been like... I never looked this up. I said it. Yeah. And it come up. I'm like the microphone on Pick your that. phone yeah. is picking up what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. there's no other way. How yeah. else would you be getting targeted for ads mm-hmm. about things that you've only spoken about? Yeah. You've never visited nothing. And you... I'm like, yeah. You can see it in the way of, I think, which people think is seamless. And I do it a lot myself. When Google, when you're trying to sign in to like Facebook or you're trying to sign in to Instagram and it says sign in using your, your Gmail password or mm-hmm. something like that like that and that's that's one way and then the credit card companies all the time mm-hmm. i love when they're like mm-hmm. oh we don't we're not gonna do anything we just want access to your contacts oh yeah and they say it. your life mm-hmm. your firstborn your blood <laughs> we need your marriage license yeah like when they're just straight up like well, we're not gonna actually do anything we just want all your info yeah it's insane. i'll be like no yeah yeah i downloaded mint and the oh, minute this. Yeah, because yeah, a, a coworker told me about it. Because you know, I've been using a spreadsheet mm-hmm. for like my budgeting. Yeah. I have my little spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And I do it. I'm like very adamant about putting every expe- <laughs> everything. I spend three dollars on a donut. You better believe I As put it in should. my little report. Yeah. So she was like, "Oh, why don't you just do Mint? It's so much easier. It even gives me reminders when my bills are due." I'm like, "Nah, I got reminders in my phone for that." Mm-hmm. So I download it and I open it, and the second it was like, "Connect me to a bank account," I was like, "Delete." Yeah. 
I was like, I don't need anyone else knowing my bank account info. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough. I like got into it with PayPal. Yeah. Fuck PayPal, by the way. Mm-hmm. PayPal, you guys are criminal. Um, <clears throat> because someone like wiped out my account, mm-hmm. and PayPal was like, mm, "We'll investigate it, but it'll take like ten days." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Not good enough." It took them hours. Yeah. And the stupid bank. I called the bank because I saw it happening, mm-hmm. and the bank was like, "Oh, we can't do anything until it happens." Yeah, I said, yeah. "So let me get this straight." I have to watch someone steal my money. Like the crime, I gotta wait for the crime to be committed where you could actually stop it, yeah. circumvent a crime from happening. Mm-hmm. And it was wrong, because apparently I was talking to an idiot in the wrong department. Because when I called fraud the next day, they were like, You absolutely could have stopped this. Oh, God. They're like, I just, they, and even the woman at Bank of America mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, I really wish she, they would stop telling people that we absolutely could have stopped this. <laughs> Yeah. It's so it's like they're like different departments of in, within their company are misinformed yeah. or uninformed. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just yeah, I was like I'm not signing my bank account. No. I'm I not, did. I I'm did not. Email. I was like I'm not doing Years it. Ago. I'm like no one else needs my bank account info. Yeah. Lord knows how many like companies already have it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's already out there. And now that I know, clearly they can gather that information. Yeah. It will be used. He said it said how many times he logged into Coinbase. Yeah. I said, yo, I used to pull up Coinbase like every hour on the mm-hmm. hour watching yeah. my damn Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and legit, it, like, I was obsessed. It, it, it is. <laughs> I mean, in some part, in some ways, I'm just kind of like, oh, it doesn't matter to me because like Josh is always like, Whenever someone they ask you to share your location, he's like, I don't ask them to share your location. I'm like, Josh, at this point, they know what I am and they know what I'm doing. I've been on this earth. I've been sharing. I've been going to this site, looking up this, looking up that. I don't care. They know all my information. I think it's just scary. You think about what they can do with it and how they can do a lot of these sneaky things behind your back. Because I wanted to say about the credit cards. You remember, I, I don't know if you remember, I remember when my credit card, I would have to call them. To let them know whenever I'm traveling mm-hmm. or whenever I'm making like a huge purchase or something like that. Now, <coughs> I don't even need to tell them wherever if I'm traveling out of the country. No, anywhere. Because you know what? I'm pretty sure they know they have this all. They're compiling all this information. They know, oh, well, Stanley, you know, he was he searching for trips. Yeah, he right. bought those trips. He bought those tickets from so-and-so. And we know already that he's going on a trip. Even I, Even if I didn't buy it on that credit card. That is is checking all of my information. They know all that information is fed into the same place. That's a little scary. Right. Why well, don't even need to tell them? Bank of America, capital, no one. I just go on my trip, buy purchases, just see swiping and swiping and swiping. They don't give me any alerts anymore. <laughs> They're like, sir, you don't have to tell us. Just relax, enjoy your stay. And that's how they couch it. Enjoy your right. stay. You don't have to worry it's, about it. We worry about it for with, you. With spend tracking, such and such smart system. You don't even have to do mm-hmm. X, Y, Z anymore. So it's presented to you yeah. like it's making your life easier yeah. when really it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> All up in the business. It's actually benefiting them and then they're selling your habits to third-party company. And then they, they, I love how they try to get you with the, well, we're not selling this information, but you're selling this information, yeah. which is just as valuable, if not more valuable. So you're full of shit right mm-hmm. now. He said that SIFT was one of the companies that would give people yeah. their information. But yeah. again, they don't break down how it's used, 
how it's analyzed. <laughs> well, I feel like we could probably figure some of that out. You know, like I guess. Uh, I just want to know my score. I think that's I'm interested. I want to know my retail score. Well, the first score. thought that came to my mind, I sent it um, the other morning to our like money editor, mm-hmm. finance editor, and my first thought because she, she came in, she was like, "I saw this article too a couple days ago. I'm glad you sent it because I meant to read it." And I was like, are you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? And we were both like, yeah, that black people probably get low scores. Oh, yeah. And we get, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they said it, it could even affect, like, how long you wait on hold. Yeah. Which for is something. Un- insane. So everybody must have a low score with T-Mobile because <laughs> worst phone system oh. on the my planet gosh, yeah like even just trying to log in to pay my bill mm-hmm. is like a freaking nightmare every month and al's always like why don't you just auto draft like do auto draft mm-hmm. your phone bill i'm like because i'm not putting my information well, yeah. in their system well, and I, I don't i don't want my credit card or bank card information i mean like uh account information mm-hmm. in anyone's system you know what, girl? That's also another so way. That's why I don't auto draft my bills. Mm-hmm. So I'm super rigorous about having alerts. I have alerts. I have it in my calendar yeah. and I have it in my alerts. Mm-hmm. They go off at certain days. It's perpetual. It, they're set every month. I have to, even when it's like a bill. It's not even like a continuous bill, mm-hmm. like Macy's or something, where it's like maybe I bought something this month, but for the next six months I haven't bought anything. I don't have a bill. It still goes off and I don't change it because uh-huh. the bill date is the same no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's the 14th. So I leave. That thing goes off on the 11th and the 13th every month. <laughs> now you got my bill was like a little bit different. It was like $20 more on my phone bill. So I have to call oh, them. Oh, see? Because mm, yep. I have auto Oh, I looks at my bill. Yeah, if I it's 20 on. cent more, I call I'm them. like, what's going on? Uh, yeah. You have to no. call them. Because then they be trying to sneak in all these little extra. Yeah, they're the worst. And they do by like just little by little. Oh, mm-hmm. 50 cent here, 80 cent there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why? What was the difference in my usage last month from this month? Exactly. Did you charge me an additional 80 cent? Mm-hmm. Oh, so basically you're just trying to steal from me. And if I let you do this... Over a course of time, without looking at my bill, who knows how much money you've actually gotten out of me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't trust none of them. I'm scared. That's probably, my consumer score is probably super low. Because <laughs> they be like, this bitch got an extra 20 cent on her bill and she called them. Yeah. Going the off. Yeah, like, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure my consumer score is really low, too, because, you know, I just had a, 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 a stint in time mm-hmm. where... Companies are just awful, uh-huh. and I would just call, and I would immediately, I would say, hi, yeah, can you connect me to a supervisor? Mm-hmm. And you know what the typical response is like, absolutely, Miss yeah, Evans, but, but um, yeah. is there any way I might be able to help you before I, you know, I do that? And I'd say, no. I realize that, luck of the draw, you got me mm-hmm. on this, you know, you're just a customer service agent. But I'm about to go off mm-hmm. and I'm about to tear somebody a new one. And I really rather not be you <laughs> than be somebody who's a little bit closer to being at fault, mm-hmm. but also who can absolutely just fix it immediately yeah. mm-hmm. without having to go through anybody else. Yeah. So you can either connect me to a supervisor or I could tear your ass a new one. I'm gonna and they'd be like, please hold, I'll connect you to a supervisor. Because I'm like, Cause let's just like get yeah. straight to it. Because mm-hmm. I'm about to tear somebody a new one yeah. with whatever y'all just did. Mm-hmm. And it just, it doesn't make any sense for it to be you because you didn't do it. Yeah. Um. And I get that you acting like gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. But if you want to act That's like a gatekeeper, yeah. then I'm a... I'm a pound your face in this baby. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. chill. I agree. <laughs> so, 
They probably got all them recordings. They're like, this oh, bitch definitely. crazy. Yeah. I have a few <laughs> like, hope with 35 She threatened minutes. 30 people in the span of two years <laughs> about how a new one she'd rip them. Yeah. And it's like, you know what that cost? Some of us had to pay extra for health insurance to companies due to the damage that she did. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's like this whole cycle. Yeah. Yeah. When that whole PayPal thing happened, I was talking to this guy. It didn't even have anything to do with, like, his company. And I was like... Yeah, and then PayPal sends me this thing and it's complete bullshit. And he's like, okay, ma'am, I need to elevate this to a supervisor because you're swearing at me. Uh, and I was like, what? I was like, so let me talk to the supervisor then because you sound like an idiot anyway. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't even swearing at you and yeah. you don't even work for PayPal. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, like no. I'm like, oh, we at that sensitive level? Great. Then right. let me talk to a supervisor because exactly. you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is not going to work. All right. Ciao. <laughs> Oh, it's just, it's been like a lot of interesting reading. Yeah. Things that just have been making me think. I mean, I've, I, I read a lot during the week, so, um, <clears throat> some weeks I'm like, ugh, because I write a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes when you're writing, you, I have to put the reading down. I don't want other people's thoughts getting into. And then I write That's something fun. and I'm like, I was real clever. And it's like, girl, you read that somewhere. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I try to stay away from that sometimes. Um, but yeah, just a lot of stuff making me think. You sent that article from New York Magazine too about the age stuff. Oh yeah. I don't think we have enough time to touch on yeah, that. But may I just say yeah, this whole yeah. thing about Keanu Reeves is so brave because he's dating an age appropriate woman. Don't you and think she's he's brave? Forty six and he's yeah, like fifty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. What? Like, that? that's where we are now? Where yeah. we're uh, applauding this man? Yeah. Because he's dating someone nine years his junior? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, because he could be dating someone 19 years yeah. his junior? Yeah. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And by the way, her what? hair is like completely white. Yeah, yeah. Her hair is completely gray. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so that's a thing too. Yeah. It's like, oh, and she's embracing her. Yeah, she's embracing gray it. hair. Well, and... you know, even on, just speaking of that, they have this thing on this Instagram account. Um, one of them, I'm pretty sure there's multiple, I think ombre or something, where it's about these women, just random women, you, whoever, could just take a picture and submit it to them of your gray hair, you with your natural colored hair, if it's going gray, because there isn't, because most women I know, whoever oh, we dies there. close friends who say that they think gray hair looks sophisticated on a man, and the yes. moment they get a gray, they're getting it colored. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it, it's it's Which very is weird very interesting to, me to hear a woman say it out of her mouth. Well, well, I it's think just like, Girl. because we do subscribe to. I mean, we're human beings. We do subscribe to a lot of things that we just grow up in, and we're just not programs. But you see every day, and you don't really even know. And I think even if people understand that it's negative, they're just still going to do it. I think that happens a lot too. Which is wild. It's like. So it's okay for a man, but it's not okay for a woman. Mm. It just it it just it really crushes me when women say these yeah, things. Yeah, I agree. And I'm like, girl, you part of the problem. Yeah. And and that there's this thing about women women getting old versus men getting old, and how what it is for, to, for a man to get old versus a woman. You know what I'm saying? And it's it always seems like it's much worse for a woman to be older than it is a well, man. Yeah, basically, one of the things she says in the article was just like. I mean, her whole article was like looking looking at this woman made her feel okay about turning forty, which and it seemed from what I was reading, she just barely turned thirty nine. Yeah, but it's like that's the thinking you get into. You, mm-hmm. You're thirty nine, and now you're like, oh my god, I'm forty, and it's like you're not even forty yet. Enjoy thirty nine, first of all. Second of all, she says basically, you know, in in a couple years, she has no value, and that's true. <laughs> we do treat women oh, over forty as if. They have no value, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah, 
Yeah, it is really to... sad. That's the society we live in. Yeah, I mean, just youth. It, we live in a society, and I think a world yeah. where youth is praised. Oh, that's the world. Youth that's is, the world. It, it just kind of did, when we you're celebrate. older, you're discarded. Yeah, and, and there's a certain age cap after that. Like, Which is so funny because it's like kids don't know shit no, about no. shit. And, then, and also, too, it's weird because you think... They're, where does that come from? Because the kids aren't one. The kids aren't. It is kids because I think they, adults are sort of running the world. You know what I'm saying? It, it, there aren't 22 year olds creating all the things that we see and leave. I mean, these days. What well, these? But you think about you think about even just the television shows that we have. The majority of those, a lot of those are about teen. You see the movies, and it's about teenage stuff that's going on. They're there, and I'm just like, why? They're young and they're in love. There aren't shows and televisions too many of them around people, and they're like Frankie and Grace and Frankie. Yeah, (laughs) who are living their lives in other ways. In other ways, past a certain age. And I think we have this obsession with you. One of the articles that I read, I think it was on New York Magazine, and she talked about how she was 35 years old. Oh, no, she was younger. She was at a party where everyone, I think, was 30 and 35 and over. same article, Stanley. No, no, that's what I said. I said the New York, I think it was the same article. Is that yeah. what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said yeah. it like you were about to talk about a completely different article. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, go ahead. And, um, and she, she thought, oh, my God, all these old people are having fun. Yeah, having fun. And the way that they dance, because it's kind of like, and the way that they just enjoy their life. And for, I think, when I remember when I was 17 and we were at some place and this guy was dancing, and then my friends were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's dancing. He needs to, like, go home and take care of his kids or something. It's so gross. And I'm like, he's 28. And I was like, and then thinking, <laughs> wow. And because I, I remember I had grown up with this boy, and I'm thinking, is that how we're going to be? Like, it's, because it, it's kind of like, it's this sort of shift of youth and how people think about it. And when you reach a certain age, then it isn't about you anymore. You're not the one that's targeted um, for these ads or you're not the one, you're not youthful anymore. You're not viable. Well, we you were know? having this conversation. I'll tell you about a coworker who's oh, young uh-huh. and sort of referenced that. And we all had to like, t- tell her to take two seats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and yeah, and it was like, Someone having to tell her, I've been doing this for a while successfully. Mm-hmm. So something that I'm doing is right. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of along those lines. but And it's true. It's definitely it's true. It's very true. It's something about value and how we don't, even when you're older, it's kind of like you're just you're just on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. You know, even how we treat our elderly population. Oh, it is God, definitely. Oh, God, even get into that. Yeah, it's this whole thing about age. So I don't know if we should get into that. It's this whole thing. That's a whole nother episode, Yeah, child. we got to talk about that. We'll come back with that. Mm-hmm. Probably not next week, but <laughs> we will come back to it. There was something will happen. And then yeah, something we definitely will, will happen. To tie it in exactly. for relevancy purposes. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, yes, if, if you, you... Oh, if you would like to... Uh, <laughs> You can send us some notes and letters. You can um, send us something notes on our letters. email. Notes and Just letters. Email us. Blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Notes and letters are for old people. <laughs> oh, wow. Email Deep. us. Snail mail. Put, go get your stamps. Nah. Email is Shaza Energy. Send us an email. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Black Hipster Podcast. Um, you can follow me at Standrick W. You can follow my darling at Always Fashion Week. I said it for you. Um, you know, rate and subscribe. Um, you know, listen to us wherever you um, go to enjoy your podcast. iTunes, Spotify, we're everywhere. And that's it. That's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.